My dad died. I miss my friends because of... I don't know how to tell my friends that. I want to help my friends. I don't know how. The pandemic has left me feeling very lonely. How can I best support students in my classroom? The morning meeting is meant to be a place to let you know that you are not alone. We can get through this together. So join us. Listen, learn, share your stories. This is the morning meeting. Good morning, everyone. Today's guest is Renee Lund. She's a freshman at Concordia University in Wisconsin. In June of 2019, she lost her mom to ALS. She has struggled with anxiety and grief, but has pushed to succeed. She finished high school with a 4.0 with AP and honors classes. She's captain of the field hockey team and president of the Link Crew program at her school. She hopes she can share her story to help teens and young adults like her to get through hard times. In college, she plays on the field hockey team and is studying to be an elementary school teacher. I'm really excited to have her on the podcast today. So Renee, thank you so much for coming on the Morning Leading Podcast. We're really glad to have you today. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you? So I am a freshman at Concordia University, Wisconsin, and I'm majoring in elementary education. And I'm also on the field hockey team here. And a little bit of my story is that my mom was diagnosed with ALS when I was in seventh grade, and she passed away the summer between my junior and senior year, so in 2019. Wow. So right before your senior year. So, yep. And then <laughs> this past senior year for most seniors looked very different than we probably expected it to look. What was your last year like? It was, it had its ups and downs. It was, of course, challenging. It was challenging for everyone, but um, it was definitely interesting to see because I was grieving the loss of my mom. And then suddenly I was watching my classmates suddenly grieve the loss of their senior year and kind of the different emotions that came from that. And then I was also grieving the loss of my senior year. So that was an added thing to my everyday life. And it was just, it was very interesting to watch how everyone was handling just really everything, I guess. Mm -hmm. So your mom died in the summer, so a little bit before the virus. Mm -hmm. So did you feel like you were getting good support at that point? What kind of support were you getting? Yeah, I felt like I was getting good support. I I was very involved in grief groups, and so that was my main support system. And so I was going to those every other week. I had one in my high school, and then I had one that I went to, like, off-site. And so that was, that was a big thing for me that I was involved in. But then of course, once the virus happened, like it was hard for me to go to those and it was definitely a different thing. So did they offer them virtually? Yeah, they did. It just wasn't the same. And it was just kind of, just kind of felt awkward to me Mm because I wasn't having that face-to-face interaction that I was hoping to have with those. Right. Mm -hmm. And then your school group, I assume also ended with the virus. Yeah, it did. So you were going from a pretty significant amount of support to very little. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And you lived in California? Yes, I did. Okay. So what happened with your school? You went fully online? Yeah, we went went fully online. And it was definitely interesting because they were doing the whole like, oh, we're just going to take three weeks off for this to like blow over and then we'll be right back. And then, but I had like, I had a little feeling that like it wasn't going to be just three weeks and that it was just going to be the end of it. And so I was already preparing myself before then. Mm -hmm. And so 
like it was definitely interesting to be going from like in person to suddenly online and it was just it was a really weird shift yeah Mm -hmm. tell me about like your friends let's just say your friends at school um and the kind of support that they were able to provide you I know that well I assume that most of them had not lost a parent yeah but you may have had some close friends that you felt like you could talk to how did that continue or change with the virus um like with the support from my friends it was definitely interesting because I used to be like I'm getting better at it but I wasn't the type of person to really talk about like what was going on at home with my friends Mm -hmm. and so like I would find support outside of my friend group but like they of course knew the whole situation and everything but definitely once the virus happened there was a big separation between it then and just kind of became like we couldn't see each other as much and so like communication just kind of dropped and so the virus definitely did have a big impact on like friendships and stuff like that so and that was because of the virus not necessarily because of the grief that you were experiencing yeah it was because of the virus so they were grieving too and Mm -hmm. everybody it kind of makes you a little bit I don't mean this in a bad way but like a little selfish because we're all just so focused on the losses that we're going through yeah yeah so so were you able to find anybody during that time that was supportive to you mostly just my family like my dad and my older sister they're they've always been a big support system and so definitely being stuck at home with them Mm -hmm. for a very long time just Mm kind of forced us to talk about things and so that was a big support for me so you had to apply to college and pick a school and all of that stuff right after your mom died yeah it was a little crazy but like I play field hockey and so before my mom passed away I reached out to Concordia and was interested in their field hockey program and like but it was a very like I might do this it might be just like another option and I was before gonna focus fully on like going to like probably a school in California and just staying there and I applied and like sent out my application to Concordia in like May-ish, I think. And like, I didn't really hear anything back for a while. And I was like, okay, like it's probably just not gonna be it. And then a week after my mom passed away, the coach from Concordia called me and said, I'm offering you a spot on the team. Wow. And that was like really the click for me. I'm like, well, I guess this is where my life's headed now. Mm-hmm. And so. And it just like, it became like a, just a sudden realization. Like, I'm like, this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of all snowballed. And just, I told the coach my story about my mom and everything. And um, since it's a D3 school, they don't give out um, like athletic scholarships, but they give out academic scholarships. And since I have the story about my mom, the, the school ended up giving me a full ride because wow. of like the traumatic experience that I went through. And they want me to be able to have like the, they called the unlimited potential scholarship. And so they wanted me to have the potential that they saw that I could have. And so that was very nice. And that was definitely a plus. That's a huge support, I assume. Yeah. You know, for people who have two living parents or one living parent, college is Mm -hmm. really expensive. So it is. that's one less burden (laughs) that you have to worry about is paying for it. Yeah. Um, So what was it like though? I just, you know, that's a huge accomplishment to, get on a you know on a team in college and um and just knowing that you're going to college a week after your mom died so she didn't know what school you were going to 
yeah it was definitely weird not being able to tell her and it kind of felt like just I it like was sitting inside of me and I just wanted to like be able to say like to her like I'm going here and I knew she knew knows and stuff but like it's definitely hard for me not to be sharing this experience with her because mm-hmm. there's there's so many things that I want to be able to like tell her or show her of like if I have a question I want to be able to call her mm-hmm. and just be like can you help me with this but definitely coming to college has been an eye-opener that like I can't do that and like because before with my senior year since it came online like there wasn't many school didn't really wasn't really that hard so I didn't really have any questions about that and like it just became a different situation but now that I'm in the real world ish you can say Mm -hmm. it's definitely a big adjustment I was gonna say college is a totally different environment so I'm sure Mm -hmm. you have lots of questions all freshmen do just about you know living independently and new friends and you know, balancing school and all of that stuff. Definitely. Have you felt like, you know, it sounds like you're, you know, at least financially, your school has been quite supportive. Are there other things that you found that's been supportive to you at school? Mm -hmm. The field hockey team has been really supportive and the coach is very understanding of my situation. And like, I haven't personally gone out and tried to find like, the counseling or like I did ask my coach if she can look into if there's a grief group on campus because that's really where I find my support but I'm just I'm still testing the waters a bit and like I notice here that they don't really like outwardly show support I guess because at most schools you won't find that that like there's like flyers or stuff or like emails that get sent out like are you grieving the loss of a parent (laughs) like Mm-hmm. This is which this is what we have to offer, and so I'm still finding my way around the support systems here. But I know for sure I have my friends that I've already made, and like my teammates and my coach. So, did your coach say that there is a grief group on your campus? He has. I haven't heard back from her because this came up recently. But okay, I hope there is. And if not, I've even thought about possibly like making one if mm-hmm. that's even possible. And so, just going down that road. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm sure it's possible because I know I've sent my own kids to college and every single tour we go on, they talk about like, there's a million different clubs, but if there's not a club, you can create a club. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't look at Concordia, but I am sure that they've said that there too. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? What have you found to be helpful to you as far as support? I write a lot. That's like one of my big things is that I like to journal. I like to just write creatively and that's really has become an outlet for me just Mm -hmm. whenever I just feel kind of off or just feel down I find that writing can really help me just be able to clear my head and just get me to say the words that I want to say that's great I also find writing to be so many people have said to me that writing is helpful because you can't write as fast as you think Mm -hmm. so it makes you really slow down when you're writing and like really feel the feelings, not just like have this fleeting thought in your mind, you know? So I'm glad that you found that to be helpful. Obviously you exercise because you're on the field. So I don't know if (laughs) that is to be helpful, but that is helpful. Exercising definitely helps me clear my head too. And just kind of, it's a good distraction too. So, and what is it like, you know, your mom, she was sick for a long time. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's a whole grief process involved when somebody's ill. 
um, even if it's a chronic illness. And then when it turns into a terminal illness, there's a whole process that people go through. And you went through that whole thing at home with your dad and your sister. Yeah. Um, and now I assume they're still home and mm-hmm. together and you are not. Yeah. It is definitely hard being away from them, especially like since everything that we've gone through. But I'm also excited for this next chapter in my life. And I think it's good for me to mm-hmm. go out and just really like find myself and create new memories in a different place because I felt when I was stuck at home I just had all these like old memories of like like not some good memories with my mom but also some bad memories of just like being stuck at home and stuff and so it's definitely nice to get out it's a really good point too because I think we worry so much about high school seniors and when they leave and go to college and you know being in an unfamiliar environment and yet sometimes that's exactly what you need you know, yeah. it's not necessarily just a bad thing. It's a good thing because mm-hmm. there's so many new opportunities and um, and less association with some of the bad memories that you may have of an illness. Exactly. Yeah. So what else have you found to be helpful, supportive? Just hanging out with my friends and stuff and mm-hmm. just spending time with them. Like, because I actually had a friend from back home who uh, came to this school, too. And so. Having her here is nice. And then all of the field hockey girls are just really nice. And we just kind of just go out on little adventures sometimes, even if it's as small as going to the store. And that's just mm-hmm. really nice to be able to just really, I guess, be a teenager again, because I didn't really have a normal teenage experience. And so with a little bit I have left, it's nice to actually be able to have some fun. That's a really good point. You know, you probably... Uh, had a lot more responsibility as a younger person than most people did. Yeah, for sure. This episode is brought to you by Inner Harbor, providing grief support to students and those that support them. Find us at www.inner-harbor.org. So college, obviously, you have more responsibilities as well because you're living more independently than you have or had. But do you feel like you're taking advantage of the fact that you don't have, you know, somebody that you have to take care of at home or? Yeah, it definitely is nice to have that independence and stuff and not have to worry about like taking care of someone who is ill. And but I've always been like a caretaker type, type person. And so I've definitely taken on that role with my friends of just being like kind of the mom of the group you can say and so I know I always have that aspect in me because of what I went through and it's just like it kind of shaped me to be the person I am today but it is nice to not have to fully care for a person and like like I said just be a teenager again Mm -hmm. I also just wonder about how that feels for you to even say that like I've known so many people who, you know, were taking care of a parent and when that person dies, they feel in some way, some relief that they're able mm-hmm. to live their lives and, you know, and not have to be a caregiver. And then they may feel guilty for feeling good that they don't have to worry about that person anymore. I don't know how that yeah. is for you. Definitely in the beginning, like the start of my senior year, I definitely did feel some guilt and just some like, and it was just like, 
leftover anxiety of like after I got done with school or anything I would just feel like like oh I have to get home because I have to like go and help take care of her and so that was definitely a challenge for me to get over but like now that it's been over a year like I'm starting to realize and like get used to the fact that like I don't there's no one I need to get home to take care of and there's nothing that I necessarily I don't need to do the certain things that I had to do that was my day-to-day and so that definitely is has been a big adjustment and sometimes I do feel like I need to be doing something but I'm getting used to being able to do what I want to do and not have any restraints so Mm -hmm. do you just remind yourself like I can have fun right now and I don't have to feel bad about it and you know that self-talk sometimes is really helpful yeah that's a big part and I just Sometimes if I am feeling like anxious in situations, I just kind of sit, take a couple breaths and just remind myself that like I'm meant to be where I am right now and that it is okay that I am here. So have you met anybody at college that's also had a similar experience to like a parent that died? I haven't yet, no. But I'm sure hopefully that I'll meet a couple people soon because Mm -hmm. I I would love to meet them and just know their story. Mm-hmm. and just find people who are like me well it sounds like groups have been helpful for you and that's really mm-hmm. why so we know we're not alone yeah you know we know that there's you know millions of kids under the age of 18 that lose a parent every year so yeah. they're all around you but we just don't always know it so I hope that you're able to find it uh, you know a group of people that you feel like you can really relate to in that you know particular aspect of your life that's for me too so I know you said you haven't really been searching for anything at your school except for that one thing um have you seen anything like on your campus I know with COVID it's so many things that may have been offered before might not be offered right now but Mm -hmm. um definitely during the orientation they talked about like the counselors that are on site and I know for athletics that there's a counselor for athletes too like specifically so it's more like focused on just like the athletes and so you're not like having to worry about all the other students and not like fighting for time I guess with the counselor but just finding a time that works for both of you and like I've seen like some there's like there's psych club which I know that they do certain activities with like mental health oh like psychology yeah psychology Mm -hmm. club And so they do different things like mental health and all of that, which can relate to grief, of course. And so I've seen like little things like that. And like, this is a Christian campus. And so a lot of like, like Christian centered things of like Mm -hmm. prayers and stuff like that. And like, I've seen that around, but it hasn't been like very like out there and like really brought to a spotlight in certain aspects. It's more like hidden and like, and I find out at a lot of schools of like, it's more you have to find it if you need it type of thing. Was that a piece of your, you know, grief process before faith-based anything? Were you involved in your church or was that a piece of where you got support or not really? It was a big piece. I was really close with the pastor at my church and she really took me in because she was, she was close with my mom. And then she also had a daughter who was a year older than me. And so I came really close with her daughter. And so my pastor, my church back home really became like a second mom to me. And so that's always been a big aspect of my life of just 
her, her as a support system and really the church because the church did a lot for us too when my mom was sick. Mm-hmm. So were you expecting that to be a piece of your support network when you got to college? Not necessarily because okay. I I wasn't looking like before with schools that were like Christian based and then um this school kind of like fell in my lap mm-hmm. I guess because my coach in high school showed me this school and then I noticed that it was because it's a Lutheran school and I'm Lutheran and I was just like oh that's cool that like it's a Lutheran school and I'm like that's another positive aspect and so that really was like another key thing for me of like deciding mm-hmm. to come here that it was Lutheran so but it hasn't been something that you've actually really connected to since you've been there yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's um, a lot of opportunities on campuses. Like if I, you know, I speak to a lot of different colleges and lots of different, you know, uh, administrators and things, and they tell me about a lot of the good things that are happening, but a lot of times the students don't necessarily know about them or they're mm-hmm. not, you know, really encouraged. Um, like, you might actually need somebody to come knock on your door and say, hey, I'd love for you to come try out this thing. And that doesn't yeah. happen often, I don't find. But it sounds like if somebody came to you and said, you know, I, I was thinking that this might be helpful for you, you might try it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. My RA is actually quarantined right now. Okay. So, like, it's just, it's hard to have really inter- any interaction right now with anyone because, like, I only really interact with, like, my roommates. And then, like, I feel like a team and then my boyfriend. And that's really the only, like, true interaction, like, I have and can really have. Because mm-hmm. everything is just very, everyone has to be six feet apart and with masks on. It's just, it's kind of shut down a lot of social interaction. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, do you feel like you're very isolated? Do you feel like you're making good friends as a freshman and meeting people? Or has that been really challenging? It does feel a little isolating, especially with um, like finding people in my major to talk to, because it's just we kind of go into class and then we sit down, we like have the lecture and we're all like spread out and we're not really talking to each other. And then once the class is over, we're expected to just get up and leave and then go on to our next thing. And so it's really hard to really socialize with anyone. And Mm -hmm. I found that hard. But I'm hoping in the next couple of years that <laughs> things will find some sort of normal again. And so, and just be able to interact with people again. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that it will not be a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So do you find, I'm just, you know, I always ask everybody, um, if you're taking, if you feel like you're taking good care of yourself or um, if not, and what are some of the things that you're doing that are sort of healthy coping and some things that are not as healthy mm-hmm. if you're willing to share? I personally do think I, I take pretty good care of myself. Of course I can improve and do better. And like one of the hardest things that I have with is like not talking to people about what's going on. And I wait a, a while until it kind of builds up and stuff. And that is something that I'm working on. But for the most part, I feel like I I'm doing a pretty good job and like I have made it a key thing for me that I don't drink I don't smoke I don't like party or do really any of that because I know 
I need to focus on making a good life for me because I feel like that's how I'm gonna do good for me and so I just I focus on making each day like a as good as a day as I can type of thing Mm -hmm. it's just a big mindset that I've had is just taking each day at a time Mm -hmm. working hard to just make it each day a good one really and how is that on college campus um, where those opportunities are certainly typically pretty available? Um, what's that? Does that feel even more isolating? I just wonder when you say no to um, parties and things when a lot of other people are probably engaging in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a dry campus here. And so you won't find a lot of drinking on campus. Okay. Which is nice. And so, and like, it's not, uh, there's no like, fraternities or sororities and so like the party scene isn't really big on campus and so that aspect isn't really like a like of course I hear about all of the other parties that happen off campus Mm -hmm. and then like the things that happen there and like I honestly have never liked the idea of drinking or doing drugs and so for me personally I don't feel like I'm like quote-unquote like missing out or anything and Mm -hmm. so and I just don't really like to associate myself with people who do that excessively because I think it's just, I know it's a way for people to cope. I just don't think it's particularly a right way to, to cope. And so sure. I stay away from that. And you're able to find enough people around you that have similar values that you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're struggling to find friends. And yes, I think sure. that's an, a great thing to hear. Um, and I think a really important thing, I don't know if it was part of your consideration to go to that school, but so often I think when you're, you know, a senior in high school and you're thinking about colleges, you think about the academic fit and mm-hmm. you don't necessarily think about the social fit. Like, you know, you think like maybe I want to go to a school with a football team or not, or, you know, Greek life or not Greek life. But um, especially when you're grieving and it is so important that you find the right kind of school to get the support that you need. Um, it sounds like you, you know, either fell into it or <laughs> made a really good mm-hmm. choice about finding a school that kind of fit you know your values yeah no I definitely took when I decided on this school I definitely took the social aspect into it and especially when I toured the school like the second I got here I just felt like this is right and it just felt like it was just a very positive environment here and mm-hmm. just, it feels I just feel safe here and it feels like a nice place to be and like with it being a lot smaller like I don't feel like I'm just a number like the professors actually know my name and I actually get to interact with them. And so that definitely is a positive about like, it's like the social life. And like, yeah. I think it's a, just a big aspect that a lot of people have to pay attention to because a lot of people just go for academics, but yeah. For many people that could work. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have a lot of other stuff going on in your life, you know, we're all adaptable people and probably, you know, even on a much larger campus, there's probably you know, groups of people and activities that you can find. But when you're dealing with something, you know, like the loss of a parent, which is Mm -hmm. a huge thing, it's even more important that you pick a school that's not just about the academics, but is also going to be able to support you emotionally. Even if, you know, as a senior, you think you're doing well, um, Mm -hmm. things can change. And, uh, you know, like who would have expected when you were applying to colleges that COVID would have happened. So, you know, those things can trigger a whole bunch of other grief reactions. So Mm -hmm. um, good for you. And I hope people that are listening, think about those kinds of things. You know, if you, if you're going through something, um, 
to consider whether or not there's schools um, out there that might be able to support you better um, emotionally as well as academically. My biggest thing that I just like um, telling people is just to always push through adversity. That has been a thing that I've always just like have said for a couple of years now is that like, it is okay to not be okay, but we also have to strive to be okay mm-hmm. at the same time. And so I just think it's important to work hard to be the best you that you can with the situation that you've been given. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me on. Thanks again to Renee for coming on the podcast today and to Stephen Bluestein for audio production. Next week, I'm speaking with Dr. Tara Egan of Charlotte Parent Coaching. She's a psychologist and specializes in counseling and family and school relations. I'm really excited to talk to her about divorce and the effects that that has on children, especially as they leave for college. It's a really interesting conversation that I learned a lot from. So join us then. That's all for today. Good morning to all of you.